Squadcast, the Tag Digital Podcast. Check the mic and make sure it sounds right, boy. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Tag Digital Squadcast with me, Steph, and we've also got Drew here today. Hello. How are you, Drew? I'm doing good. Yourself? Good, thank you. Do you want to give a bit of an intro of what you do, Drew? Of course, yes. So, I'm part of Tag Digital's technical team. Uh, I'm a paid social executive, which means I handle everything related to Facebook, LinkedIn, and so forth. Cool. And Drew is not our only guest this week. We've got Alex Wright, Performance Marketing Director at Clicky Media. So hi, Alex. Thanks for joining us. Hi, Steph. Thanks for having me. It's nice to see fresh faces on the podcast, so appreciate you joining us. And we've got some exciting topics coming up today. But first, first things first, we've got to do a quick fire. So have you done a quick fire before, Alex? Uh, no, not yet. Okay. Don't worry. It's not too difficult. And I mean, anyone's better than Johnny, who's usually on the podcast, and he's very slow with his quickfire, so-called quickfire. Okay. Noted. Are you ready? I am. Work from home or office? Hybrid. Okay, fair enough. It was a quick answer, so I'll give you that. <laughs> I'd probably agree, actually, as well. Drew, what would you say? I, I quite like the hybrid system. Uh, I've done complete work from home, and I've done complete work from the office. And I think both of them have benefits, so I quite like being able to use the office uh, when it would suit, but also I like the comfort of working from home too. Yeah, true. It is quite nice every so often getting to work from home and kind of suiting yourself a bit more. Shouldn't say that. Alex is one of my bosses. (laughs) Beach or ski? Uh, Beach. Yeah, me too. Tea or coffee? Coffee. Definitely, me too. Cycle or swim? Swim. Are you sporty? I asked you that, and you might not like either, to be fair. I am, yeah. Um, I just don't do much of either cycle or swim, but I think if I had to choose, definitely got to be the swim. What sport do you do then? Um, I actually used to play field hockey for a while. Um, oh, and yes. Bo- I, I box as well. I love hockey. That's fun. And also, Drew likes hockey, but a different type of hockey, no? Yes, I play ice hockey. Mm-hmm. That's a bit more it's vicious, like- I think, than... Slightly more of a contact sport, yeah. Mm. Hockey can be quite vicious, though, to be fair. It can, it can. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, TV or podcast? TV. (laughs) Alex, I should have told him these beforehand. What do you think, Drew? I quite like podcasts. I listen to a lot of them in the mornings when I either walk or bus or train to work. (laughs) It depends what mood I'm in, actually, sometimes with podcasts. Yeah, I'm usually more of a sports podcast person, uh, but I also listen to one uh, called uh, "As a Hot Dog a Sandwich, which is based around food and food discussion. <gasps> Amazing. I'm going to write that one down. Squadcast. The Tag Digital Podcast. Okay, so, so thanks again, Alex, for joining us. Um, can you give a bit of an intro about what you do and what you specialize in? Yeah, yeah. So I'm the performance marketing director at Clicky, which means um, I sit on the board and I oversee our 
acquisition team is what we call it. So that includes everything to do with paid media, so paid search, paid social, and everything that comes underneath that. SEO, content, PR, uh, basically anything that involves acquiring traffic or driving demand for our clients. Um, my background, though, is, is in SEO. So that's where I came up from. And that's where um, I spend still spend quite a, a large amount of my time um, because it's my area of specialism. So what I tend to do the hands-on stuff in at the moment. Um, so, yeah, I started out as kind of a content writer and then, and then grew into to more tech SEO and, and got a bit more of a rounded view. Um, but more recently, I've started to branch out more into paid search specifically because I think it's an easier step. Um, and I'm still trying to, to learn the ropes of paid social, which is still... Um, very very alien to me at the moment drew can give you some hints on that one then it seems like would, you, you cover a lot of bases there then basically is what you're saying that yeah yeah like so you'll be busy very busy yeah um just i, I guess as, as you move move through or progress through your career it's that, that broadening out tends to happen quite naturally um luckily i have a, a very very talented team that i work with so um yeah they, they tend to do uh, a lot of the hard work from being honest where are you based uh, we're in Chester, um, sort of northwest of England. I could tell you had an English accent. <laughs> um, so, what would you say a common myth is about your job, about your field um, of work? So, I probably like specialise in SEO, so I'll kind of address that on, on that term. Um, I think a lot of people think SEO is is a really slow channel. Um, every time I have conversations with people, they're like, "Oh, I know it takes six to twelve months to work," and I feel like that's a bit uh, a bit incorrect. Um, kind of just is a really, really broad statement about SEO because I've, I've worked on strategies before where we turn brand results in six to eight weeks. Um, and it, it all depends on, on where you're starting. Like it could be that a site is really well established and has a lot of issues and you fix those issues and you see things really, really quickly. But I think, yeah, a lot of the time when you're trying to speak to clients about it, when you're trying to sell business cases for SEO internally, people don't quite get how quickly things can happen if you're in the right position to start off with. Um, but yeah, it's, it's quite a misconception I found in the industry. Yeah, that I've definitely heard that before. And that maybe people are kind of scared about what, how to even begin with SEO. To be honest, I have definitely been in that position. And it's, I feel like it's quite a scary prospect when you don't know where to start. So then people are like, oh, it's going to take, it's going to take four years to actually work. So, <laughs> so that's good to know. I like that. Um, and what would you say is the, the most important lesson you've learned over your career? I think there's a couple I'd probably reference here. The first one is to always try to look behind or beyond the immediate problem. So a lot of people will see an issue, they'll get confronted with an issue and they'll try and fix that issue, but they'll never look any further. They won't look as to, to why that issue has occurred, any external factors, things that they haven't considered. People will just take things at face value, like they might log into Google Analytics and see a performance drop and try and just panic over a specific part of a website and not consider the wider industry or trends or audience behavior. Um, it's just... Yeah, I think that's one of the things I've learned the hard way is trying to um, trying to understand the, the wider picture and, and the beyond. Um, I guess the the other side of things, um, one of the biggest lessons that, that I've had to learn is kind of a, a career thing rather than just a specific service thing. Is just trying to control what you can control and not sweating the rest. Um, so I did yeah. a talk at Brighton SEO on stoicism, and one of the biggest things that I took I take away from that philosophy is to be able to control the controllables and don't worry about everything else. I see a lot of people that, that stress on like market changes and um, audience changes and all these things that happen in the industry. Um, and then if you're an SEO algorithm updates, people panic about all that sort of stuff. Realistically, there's nothing that you can do apart from what you can control. 
Um, so yeah, it's a lesson I've learned the hard way, but it's definitely a, a valuable one. Yeah, that sounds like definitely is a valuable lesson. That sounds like the sort of thing that people need to take it at, think about in their day to day as well. Control the mm. controllables. And even from like a paid social perspective, uh, I'm going to quote Forrest Gump here. Uh, it can be a lot like a box of chocolates and that you never know what you're going to get, especially given that each social platform is going to have their own rules and their own intricacies that come with it. Uh, you know, Meta or Facebook versus LinkedIn versus Twitter versus, say, even Reddit. Uh, all those things are going to have kind of a different rule book they play by. And certainly for me at the beginning of my career, it took a while to be able to to kind of distinguish and hammer out those certain rules that I needed to pay attention to. Uh, and I think one of the more important lessons I took away early on was that everything comes with time, that nothing, nothing happens immediately, uh, and patience is certainly a virtue. Squadcast, the Tag Digital Podcast. Um, so can you share a, a use case when you've combined PPC and SEO to get the best results and kind of what your approach was there? Because I know you mentioned you covered a lot of bases. You do a lot with PPC and a lot with SEO as well. So I presume then they come together as well. Yeah, yeah. It's actually um, when I first started out in, in an agency, I found that SEO and PPC were quite siloed. They didn't quite work together. Um, so, you know, sometimes you might see that PPC and SEO, or PPC might cannibalize brand campaigns and stuff like that. So there's, there's a lot of like... Being out, for, being out for themselves um, early on, well, that I saw early on in my career. Um, but one thing I have done, um, the way I've implemented the strategy for both PPC and SEO is, is a client that we actually work with called um, Rally Bikes. Um, it's quite a famous household name. Um, but one thing that we did with them was we sat down and we had a chat with them from a commercial perspective first. And before we started on search marketing campaigns, we, we took it right back to the business. So we said, what, what are we trying to achieve here? What's the five-year goal? What's... What, what, what do we need to be achieving over the next few years to, to get there? Um, and then we started drilling down more specifically on commercials. So um, we looked at things like product ranges and what their most popular products, what's growing, what's got the best margins, um, and, and how can we grow financially in that business and, and achieve commercial success. And what we took from th those sessions with, with the business was a clear plan on where both of the SEO and PPC needed to focus. Um, so we then just decided to, to just take our PVC campaigns and create or, uh, an, an account that basically focused around those key, pro key product ranges, um, mostly higher intent stuff. So uh, really looking at people that are trying to transact initially, uh, cut down a lot of the, the awareness activity initially. Um, and then we let the SEO strategy pick up a lot of the, the upper funnel traffic, a lot more of the informational side of things, and then support on, on sort of lower funnel targeting. Um, and we found that worked really, really well. So just zoning in on one product area and letting each channel almost look at their or take their um, their best best parts almost. So PPC can be really, really good for higher intent traffic and SEO can actually cover a lot of the funnel. Um, but PPC is, is really good for, for conversion, we found, um, compared, to, compared to SEO for, for obvious reasons. Um, so what we try to do with that strategy is really focus down to that one area and then, yeah, use each channels to each channel um, and leverage each channel to, to try and get um, the most out of the budget basically yeah well actually i got asked an interesting question yesterday we had a webinar yesterday um and the question kind of highlights what you were saying earlier and just what we were chatting about how people kind of i think are a bit frightened of seo 
um, because somebody they'd asked um, something along the lines of um, does is SEO necessary if for programmatic campaigns or um, Google display campaigns which is it more important for rather than kind of thinking about the bigger picture and realizing that actually it's it, everyone should be focusing on getting their SEO top-notch really yeah I mean it, it can play a part in in customer acquisition and, and it probably always will regardless of whether you spend time on it or whether you don't um, it might have a touch point here and there but yeah, I think it's it's always worth considering SEO alongside a paid media strategy to just to make sure that you are yeah, making the most of, the, of those touch points that you have with audiences. Yeah, great, thanks. So thinking a bit more about the SEO from the SEO point of view, what, what methods would you kind of recommend putting more effort into, if, if any at all? I know you'd probably say all, but... I'm going to give you a typical SEO answer instead. Just it depends. Um, so it depends on the site that you're you're inheriting um, that, that you're working on. So, for example, if I were to work with a startup site that's probably either bootstrapped or just starting to get some VC funding, um, they're not going to have a lot on their website. They're going to be quite small. They're going to be working to tight budgets. They're going to be very commercially focused. Um, one thing that we would recommend from an SEO point of view there is just to to really focus on building the brand. Um, so a lot of that would go down the content creation, on-site optimization and link building or digital PR, I think is probably the better way to put it. Um, and really trying to get that brand out there and improve that standing. Um, if, if it's a, a larger e-commerce site that's a bit more established and they just have a lot of technical issues, then we would move good on the route of technical SEO. So really just, it all, all depends on what kind of state the site is in when, when you get to it and what the goals of the business are. And then, and like I said, there's that commercial consideration as well. So are we, are we working with small tight budgets and do we need to, do we need to consider that? Or do we have a little bit more freedom to, to move and, and can we work on some bigger optimization pieces? Okay, cool. And if you need to choose one search marketing strategy, which would you choose and why? That's uh, that, that's something that I, I would always try and say both. Um, if I had to choose um, had to choose between PPC and SEO, again, it, it comes down to commercials and timelines and budgets. So, for example, if a client comes to us with a low product value with fairly tight margins, which might have you know, some, some decent return rates or higher return rates than, than you'd expect. Um, what we might do is try and focus a bit more on SEO because PPC, the customer acquisition cost might be a bit too high to be commercially viable. So that's where I would try and make my decision from is always focusing on the business. And what we always try and do at Clicky is to try and be quite cognizant of return on market investment because if we're not getting a return, then the client's not happy, we're not happy, um, and it's not going to last very long. Um, so what we try and do is, is really focus on the commercial angle and yeah, what we can and can't drive. Um, paid search is really good for shorter timescales. So for example, if you're working with a, um, a company that's trying to host events, um, we've worked with a couple of, a couple of companies before that have focused on um, or that, that own quite a few gig venues, for example. And then when they're trying to promote certain gigs, it's quicker to do it with paid search um, or various other forms of, of paid media marketing. So that's what we would do for that kind of business. So it really does, for me, depend on the commercial aspect and the type of business slash the goal we're trying to get to. So with SEO, what are the key metrics that you'd look at? Is that a bit of a broad question? 
No, no, I think that it, a lot of it is similar to it's paid. So um, we try and focus on revenue as like the, the core metrics or whatever we drive. Um, I guess the caveat to that is we try and split out as well where we can or estimate what, what is branded and what is non-branded. So we really judge our impact on the impact we have on um, non-brand search specifically, because that's typically, you know, when, when you start to see visibility increase for, for certain keywords, you'll start to see a, a bigger proportion of non-brand traffic come in, therefore... Um, that will impact bottom line. We do track branded traffic sometimes. It depends on if we're running PR campaigns and if we think we've had an impact on brand uplift. Um, but yeah, it tends to be revenue first, non-brand traffic, and then brand traffic as, as another metric. We have historically, I know some people focus on keyword visibility. There's some businesses that specifically like, really want to focus on that and recommend focusing on that. But it's something that we personally don't like to do because it, it can fluctuate quite a lot. Um, and we always just want to see that return. What have we got for a client? And how, how are we adding value to that business and helping them grow? Cool. So would you provide your clients with a report with the key metrics on? Yeah, yeah. So um, what we tend to do is we work usually with something like Google Data Studio, um, have a chat with the client before we put a report together and say, what do you want to see? What does what, what does your board want to see? What does, um, your, what does your manager want to see? So, for example, if we're working with a, a marketing manager, We'll, we'll ask them what their metrics for success are and we'll create something that, that focuses on that. But then we can also create separate things like what their head of e-commerce might want to see or what their board might want to see. And it tends to get a lot more top level the, the higher that you get. So the board just want to see what they've spent and what they've got back. Yeah, but some people, we, we, come, yeah. we come across that quite often. Um, people are kind of wanting to share the results with the, the people above them. So we kind of maybe have to provide something slightly more customizable um, for yeah. them to. Yeah, and to that end, uh, you touched on just communication between the client and the agency, I think is one of the most important things kind of in the process. And um, when you combine that with what you were talking about earlier in regards to budget, uh, setting that expectation and being kind of crystal clear on what can be achieved, what wishes to be achieved, uh, it can sometimes be difficult, but I think it's the most important thing to consider, especially considering, say, from a PPC perspective, how long can we run a campaign? What kind of platforms can we use? Uh, can we add any additional things? Like, can we add, say, DB360? Or from a social perspective, could we use, say, LinkedIn InMail? All of those things can only be answered once that kind of initial phase is passed. And I think it's, I think it's one of the things, personally, I want to develop is getting kind of a more clear communication and uh, being able to being able to then uh, make sure that everyone is on kind of a clear page and is happy with expectation and then therefore result. Do you get asked a lot about SEO, Drew? Not really at all. Uh, We've maybe got asked about it once in all the time I've been at Tag Digital. Usually it's just focused on PPC. Okay, so maybe that's kind of highlighting the fact that people do deal with paid and SEO quite separately, which is great that you guys are really thinking about the bigger picture um, and it's clearly driving, driving performance, so that's great. Um, and which do you think is easy, easier to upsell, SEO or PPC? 
I think related to the point you just made, I think it's PPC is usually the easiest to upsell. And there's a couple of reasons for it. I think people are, like I said at the start, people think SEO takes a long time to, to kick in. Um, and paid, you can typically be quicker with. It's never instant. And I think that's a misconception about paid as well, is that people think you just switch a, a campaign on, it just generates money. Um, yep. But people tend to see PPC as quicker. And a lot of people have more knowledge of paid than SEO. SEO is quite a, it, it can be seen as quite complex. And, and in my opinion, it gets overcomplicated and it gets, that there's a lot of gatekeeping and people trying to make things seem a lot more complex than they actually are. And I think because of that, PPC is the one people are more comfortable with. So it's the one they can see, actually, I can make a good amount of revenue and probably quicker than SEO. And I understand it a bit more so I can question my team. I can I can actually judge whether someone's trying to, um, trying to lie to me or something like that. So yeah, it, I, I definitely think PPC is, is always the easiest one to upsell. It must be difficult trying to educate your potential prospects on SEO. I feel like paid already people quite a lot there's a broad range of um understanding when we go to events to exhibit and things like that speak to a lot of different people some people have loads of knowledge of it and other people say to us what is paid and and that but the thing is i feel like paid seems like a bit of an easier seems a bit easier to be able to kind of sell that than than seo like you say yeah, definitely. And even like down to the forecasting angle, you can get a better idea of forecasting with a lot of paid channels than you can with, with SEO. SEO is definitely a, a finger in the air kind of process, which is um, yeah, a lot less a lot less reliable. So I think people are much more common commonly going to buy into paid search particularly, but yeah, wider paid media channels as well. Yeah. Do you have any um any assets that you can kind of point people towards to kind of have a a little look over SEO? best practices or something like that uh, seo best practices like if we're looking at like um, courses there's, there's two that i would probably recommend um so the first one is the blue array um seo manager certification so really famous one in the industry um and it, it takes you from beginner to, to slightly more advanced um and they also do a technical seo certification as well which is really really good the technical seo one is actually free i'm not sure if it will be free forever so definitely um, have a look at that if, if that's of interest the, the other one is a course made by um, a guy called Mark Williams Cook from Canda Agency. So his course has just gone live on, on Udemy at the moment. It's quite quite cheap, actually, for, for what he's put in there. So, um, yeah, that's another one I'd recommend if anyone's looking to learn SEO. Mark is a phenomenal source of information. Squadcast. The Tag Digital Podcast. I feel like we could talk forever about this. I probably have a lot more questions, which I'll have to probably ask you behind the scenes because otherwise we'd go on forever. But thank you so much, Alex. It's such interesting. It's so interesting to hear more about putting PPC and SEO together to, as kind of combined approach. It sounds like it's a really effective way to do things. Um, so I have a couple more questions, but these are more, more chill questions. So what are three books that you'd recommend to our audience and why? Uh, so the first one is um, Good to Great by Jim Collins. Um, so it's uh, basically a bit of a, a guide to how some of the most successful businesses in the world in history have, have gotten to that success. One of the things he does talk about is something called the hedgehog concept, which is sounds really obscure, a bit strange without context, but essentially it's the uh, a way to focus down on, on one specific thing and just use that to drive your success. And I talked about how we've done that with Rally earlier by focusing on a specific area of the business, and that is actually what helped us to grow. So 
I'd really recommend that from a kind of a commercial mindset point of view. Um, the other one is Start With Why from Simon Sinek. Um, so he talked about finding your why and finding the reason that you're doing things. I think it's just a really powerful one to, to send to yourself and, and understand what, what you're trying to do and, and why you're trying to do it. Um, and then my final one, which links to the Brian SEO talk I did, is the Daily Stoic. So um, Stoicism is a philosophy that I could talk about for hours and end, but I'm not going to right now. Um, but essentially, there's teachings from an ancient philosophy that have been translated into modern-day English for you to um, take in one, one of these teachings per day to try and apply that to, to what you do day-to-day. And it's really, really powerful. helps you to change a little bit of, of the way you think. Um, but yeah. yeah, I've watched a couple of talks by Simon Sinek. Really, really good. And just very interesting um and it it just kind of changes your mindset a little bit um really good way of thinking about things um so what's one question you wish i'd asked you and how would you have answered it that's quite a hard question it is that is a tough question um i guess more to do with the um the cannibalization between um, ppc and seo and how to get around that sort of stuff so like i said at the start there's um there's a, a lot of instances where i've come across where PPC might be going a bit too hard on on brand and cannibalizing organic traffic makes organic traffic look bad. Um, or you might find that there's certain um, terms that PPC are cannibalizing organic on that branded as well. And it's kind of there's, there's two ways to I guess to look at it or two ways to answer those those issues. Uh, so obviously brand bidding is an easy one. If you're bidding on brand, there's no one else bidding on it. You can kind of taper back a little bit and let organic pick up the traffic, spend the budget elsewhere. Um, if you do have to bid on brand or bid on keywords and cannibalize um, organic, then one of the things you can do is just report together. It's one, but it should just be looked at as one channel. It's search. You, whether you get have to pay for the clicks or you can get them organically, you're still getting people through from the same source, really. So, um, yeah, one thing we've tried to do over the years is adapt our reporting to allow people to see SEO and PPC together and, and get more of a blended customer acquisition cost rather than seeing our SEOs drop, but PPC is phenomenally increased. Um, yeah, just looking at those two things together. And I think that's a really powerful thing for people to do if you're looking into PPC and SEO as, as a combined approach. Yeah, that's that's really interesting. And I think people really just need to take that leap, which they seem to think SEO, getting to, to start running SEO campaigns, they seem to have this, by what you're saying as well, this block um, and that it's going to take such a long time but it's it's great to hear that you're saying it, it can actually take a lot less time than we thought so that's great and um, so yeah. thank you for joining us alex it's been great to chat to you and drew for joining us this week thanks for coming on thank you and for we'll, hosting me we'll catch you all next time thanks very much nice to meet you all squadcast the tag digital podcast listen to the squadcast on apple Podcasts or spotify
Squadcast, the Tag Digital Podcast. Listen to the Squadcast on Apple Podcasts or Spotify.